Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. today in the few minutes that I have I call it born of the spirit born of the spirit born of the spirit you and I are born of the spirit what we are born of is the spirit of God we're born of the spirit 1 Corinthians 15, 45 says, the scripture tells us that the first man, Adam, became a living person. But the last man, Adam, that is Christ, is a life-given spirit. The first man, Adam, became a living person. But the last man became a life-given spirit. So that life-given spirit is what you and I are out of Christianity is the life of Jesus finding expression through us it's not our life so if you're wondering how am I trying to do some things it's not your life it's the life of Jesus finding expression through you the Bible calls it a shared life the life which is sharing with us it's his life so he is just sharing that life with us he's the owner of the life he's a life-giving spirit so he's sharing the indestructible life with us it's a shared life it's a shared life John chapter 3 let's start there from verse 1 See the story. I said there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. No one can do these things, these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. He said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. 
The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes. So it's everyone who is born of the Spirit. This confused Nicodemus the more. I'm asking you a logical, simple question. How can I be born again? And you are giving me an answer that is confusing me the more. Because what I understand by being born is that a man will meet a woman and the woman will conceive and give birth to a child. That's what I understand. I'm Nicodemus. I'm a teacher of the Jews. I'm a scholar. I understand um, the scriptures to some extent. I, I, I teach people in the synagogue. I, 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 I talk to people. I counsel them. But you're telling me that there's something different about a man being born physically? I'm, I'm, I'm 80 or 60 or 70 years old and how can I understand that a grown man like me will go back into my mother's womb and be born again he couldn't understand it you and I can relate now because we have the benefit of hindsight we have read the scriptures we have seen it back and forth but put yourself in Nicodemus's shoes when you don't know what it means to be born of the Spirit. You've never heard that term before. And someone comes to you and explains to you that you know what? The key to this thing is that you have to be born again. He says, no, you don't understand. Look at me. I'm grown. I'm not a baby. I'm grown. How can I be born again? Are you telling me that I will go back into my mother's womb? How is that possible? How is that possible? And some of us read the story and we, we, we try to blame Nicodemus and say, look at him. He came to Jesus by night. Why couldn't he come in the day? But he came. His, he was not the only teacher. There were other teachers. But he came. He came. He said, why would he come in the night? He came anyway. Whether it was day or whether it was night, he came anyway. Because he needed answers. There was something bothering him. He needed to know that, look, is there a life beyond what I'm living right now? Is there something that is more than where I am right now? Is there a life that is bigger than this? He wanted to know, though I'm 80 years old, but is this all there is to my life? And Jesus was bold enough to tell him that I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you've gone through. But I tell you the day you are born of the Spirit, everything changes. That's the message he gave to Nicodemus. He said the wind blows where it wishes. You hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes. He says, so is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And Nicodemus answered and said, now you are confusing me the more. How can these things be? things be can you is this is this is this this question is it familiar to you in Luke chapter 2 when Mary asked the angel how can these things be said Jesus answered and said to him are you a teacher of Israel and you don't know these things 
So most assuredly I say to you, we speak what we know and we testify what we have seen and you don't receive our witness. If I told you of earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? It says no one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is the son of man who is in heaven. It now says, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life that's where Jesus was going that look at me I am that life I am the life given spirit I am the life given spirit so all I need you to do Nicodemus is not to go back to your mother's womb but to believe in me all I need you Nicodemus to do is not to reduce your age or try to go back to try to rectify your past is to believe in me. All I need you to do Nicodemus at this point in time is to look at me and from that point on I become the life given spirit. I become the one that gives you life. So the Bible says that whatsoever is born of God, 1 John, that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. That's what Jesus was trying to tell Nicodemus. That look here Nicodemus. It has nothing to do with all these things you're mentioning. But I tell you a truth. That I'm the one that gives life. I am the life-giving spirit. I'm the life-giving spirit. It's a shared life we have with Christ Jesus. Ezekiel chapter 36. From verse 22. Therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. I am bringing you back, but not because you deserve it. I am doing it to protect my holy name on which you brought shame while you were scattered among the nations. Said, I will show how holy my great name is. The name on which you brought shame among the nations and when I reveal my holiness through you before their very eyes, says the sovereign Lord, then the nations will know that I am the Lord. For I will gather you from all the nations and bring you home again to your land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Your field will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols. I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you and will take you out your stony stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. He says, and I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. And you will live in Israel, the land I gave your ancestors long ago. You will be my people and I will be your God. This is God drawing Israel to himself. Not looking at what Israel has done. But saying Israel, you know what? Did you read that everything mentioned there? God was the one saying, I will do. Did you read that? He said, I will do. First he said, I will show you how holy my name is. Israel had gone astray. But he's saying, I'm a loving father. I will bring you back to myself. I will show you how holy my name is. I will gather you up 
I will sprinkle water on you and make you clean. I will wash your filth away. I will give you a new heart. I will take out the stony heart. I will put my spirit in you. This is God by himself pulling us closer to himself. Every single day. That's in the thought of God. That's in the mind of God. That's what God thinks about you and I. Whenever he looks down on us and he sees us, that's what he thinks. Every time wanting to pull us closer. Why? 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 Have you asked yourself, why does he do that? Why does he do that? His spirit in you is an indestructible spirit. Cannot be destroyed. No matter what comes against you, you win. That's what he's saying. So what I put in you cannot be destroyed. What I put in you cannot see defeat. So everything that comes against us as believers, we walk through it and we win. Not because we are trying to win. Because we know at the end of it is victory. At the end of it we win. So we fight the good fight of faith. Knowing that we win at the end. So we stand our ground till we win. Not because I'm waiting. We don't take the position and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to fight. Because um, I may win, I may not win. No. We are fighting because we know we have won. You know how somebody who knows he has something behaves? Someone who knows he has something. Maybe you, you, you take a girl to, a, to a, for dinner or lunch or something. You just say, neighbor, order, 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 anything, anything. Because you know what? It's there. It's there. But when you know you've calculated it, it's 1,256 naira. And you go there and say, hmm, I've tested this thing for don't eat it. It's not nice. It's not nice. The last time I bought it, I didn't like it. Do you know that even the cheaper one is more is sweeter than this one? You begin to counsel and give. Why? Because you've calculated what is there. And then by the time she takes 1,600, you know, $15 is just water for you. You say, and you know what? I just don't feel like eating anything. They've annoyed me. I've lost my appetite. Why? Because you know that it's not there. But when it's there, it's like, oh, go ahead, order. I'm going to the restroom. But when it's not there, you will stand. You are pressed for the restroom. I must see what she's ordering. Because it has to be complete. But when you know that something is there, you stand your ground, knowing that at the end you win. At the end, if the, if the cash does not work, you swipe. You swipe. Because you know the end of it is victory. That's the way God expects us to live our life. You have, you don't have, the end of it is victory. That's it. That's the way he expects. Guy, what happened? Do you have a thousand? Right now, I don't have 59. And you are this happy. You don't understand. It's not about what I have or what I don't have. It's the fact that anything I want comes to me. When I need it, it will come. When I need it, it will come. It may only take a while. We live by faith. We speak by faith. We communicate by faith. 
Why do we do that? Because we know that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. So if you know that you are truly born of God, you will live like one that overcomes. That will be your disposition. It will not be subject to when you have or when you don't have. It will not be subject to what's available or what's unavailable. It will be subject to the heavenly supply, which is unlimited. So that's what Jesus was trying to tell Nicodemus, that look, Nicodemus, you don't understand. This life is a limited life. You are talking, what you only understand, Nicodemus, is that a man, a woman gives back to a child. That's the only logical explanation that you understand. But I've come to tell you, Nicodemus, that there's another life. And I am that life. I'm that life-given spirit. That's why he said, as Moses lifted up the serpent, if I be lifted up like that, I will draw men unto me. So I am that life. So when you embrace that life, what you're saying, you're embracing the shared life that I have. And that life is unlimited. Whatsoever is born of the spirit overcomes the world. Overcomes the world. It's Nicodemus, what is born of the flesh is flesh. But what is born of the spirit is spirit. It can never be changed. It can never be changed. The flesh is limited, but the spirit is not. The flesh may be suboptimal or reduced, but the spirit is not. The spirit is not. New Living Translation says that for every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this victory through our faith. It says, and who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He says, who can win this battle? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Glory to God. Next week, I'm going to continue that teaching. But as I close, just turn to Luke chapter 22. From verse 31, Jesus was talking and somebody felt that, hey, you know what, Jesus Look at verse 31. It says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. He said, but I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. When I read that, God just opened my eyes and I saw that Jesus did not pray another prayer, but that your faith should not fail. And then God showed me, he said, what happened to Simon? I said, he betrayed Jesus. He asked me again, what happened to Simon? I said, he betrayed Jesus. He said, what did Jesus pray? He said that his faith should not fail. And then God said to me, he said, but he betrayed Jesus. I said, yes. He said, that means his faith did not fail. So even when you go wrong and you go in a direction and think that that direction, God is not there with you. He said, I prayed for you that your faith should not fail. So when you err, it doesn't mean your faith has failed. It doesn't mean your faith has failed. 
Because Jesus said, I prayed for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. Are we trying to say that Jesus' prayer was not answered by God? It was answered. But Simon still erred. But in that error, his faith was strong. His faith was strong. And Jesus said, I prayed for you. That your faith should not fail. He said, when you have returned, when you have repented, you strengthen your brothers. You strengthen your brothers. So Jesus knew that even when you are down and out, your faith should not fail. Even when there's nothing there, your faith should not fail. Even when it looks like God has forsaken me, your faith should not fail. Even when it looks like there's nobody to help you, he says your faith should not fail. Because you're coming out. And when you come out, you will strengthen other people. Say you don't understand the spirit that you're born of is indestructible. It cannot be destroyed by anything. Say Simon, I've prayed for you. So even when Simon, you know, we, you know how we say it here? Koro, Koro betrayed Jesus. Looked at him. I said, that guy, <laughs> well, lie. I don't know him from anywhere. And the Bible said his eyes and Jesus' eyes met. Like we say, their eyes jammed. And Jesus said, Kai, you betray me, Ko. And then he turned his face. Yet the Bible said that Jesus prayed that his faith should not fail. So his faith did not fail. He betrayed Jesus, yes, but his faith did not fail. You erred, yes, but your faith did not fail. Your faith did not fail. Stand to your faith. The faith we have in Jesus is beyond the mundane is beyond what we can see and handle. Jesus was trying to explain to Nicodemus that look there is something beyond the natural physical things. There is something beyond it. So when you think that oh because I did something wrong my faith has failed. You don't understand the spirit that you carry. It's indestructible. Your faith in him cannot fail. Because he's a shared life. He's the one that gives you the faith in the first place. So he cannot fail. Lift your hands to heaven. Bless him and worship him. Thank him because he's a great God. Say, Lord, I renew strength in your presence. I renew strength in your presence. My strength is renewed. My faith will not fail. If Jesus would pray for, for Simon when he had not died, how much more you and I, after he has died, we have an indestructible life. We are born of the Spirit and whatsoever is born of the Spirit overcomes the world, overcomes everything that is in the world. So whatever comes against us is only a matter of time we're winning. Whatever comes against us is only a matter of time. We're coming out on top. It's only a matter of time. Lift your hands to heaven. Father, I pronounce your blessing upon your people. 
they move from strength to strength. I said they move from strength to strength. They move from grace to grace. In the name of Jesus, everyone under the sound of my voice, enter into newness in Jesus' name. Enter into new experiences in Jesus' name. Enter into new encounters in Jesus' name. I prophesy over you that the newness in Christ that you need to come into so that you can experience victory every day. May you come into it in Jesus' name. I call you blessed and highly favored. The works of your hands blessed. Everything you lay your hands to do blessed. That God will take you week after week, day after day, month after month, till you come into the fullness of what God has for you in Jesus' name. I decree that the people, the association, everything that heaven has marked out for you to meet and be a blessing to and they be a blessing to you in the name of Jesus I command those connections to begin to happen in Jesus name every step you need to take to move from here to there where God has ordained for you to be this season in the name of Jesus let it begin to happen for you I bless you from my heart the hand of God rests upon you cause you to move forward I say cause you to move forward in the name of Jesus I command you to make progress make progress in your mind in the name of Jesus make progress in the works of your hands in the name of Jesus make progress elevating your mind in the name of Jesus where you've not been able to see beyond your immediate environment let illumination come to you now in the name of Jesus Christ. You see beyond where you are. In the name of Jesus. You see beyond where you are. In the name of Jesus. Visions come to you. Dreams come to you. Ideas come to you. In the name of Jesus. I say you see a world bigger than where you are. In the name of Jesus. All the resources required. To bring you to the place. That God would have you be. I say they come to you with ease. In Jesus name. Thank you Father. We bless you for who you are. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.